a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Dreamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-Z, landing the Daz Don't, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news. Yes, there's some real-life stuff happening. We are aware of it, but we want to try and give you a fun distraction talking about the latest happenings coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida, but I can't do that by myself. Well, I can do that by myself, but it's more fun when I have my co-host, my tag team partner, if you will. You know her. You love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting and the streaming game. Check her out on Twitter at AsianZing95, Adventures with Steppers, everywhere else. By the way, that is the name of her fine podcast. You can get that wherever you get your fine podcast. It's Steppers! Steppers, how we doing? By the way, even though this is an audio-based uh, format the listeners can't see the new do i am digging oh, yes. what you have done with your hair oh thank you if, if you guys can't see which i you know you can't because this is an audio-based podcast, podcast. It, it's purple yeah. my, my, my hair's purple y'all. i really uh committed to uh well if you were at my charity stream uh it was one of my milestones to dye my hair purple and uh we hit that goal in about 30 minutes mm -hmm. and so i finally done did it <laughs> and now uh, you can see me and all my purple nature in the interwebs, sort of, sometimes. Looks good on you. Looks good on you. And and, and you did commit to the bit. Uh, and uh, like you said, you hit that milestone in about 30 minutes after you uh, completely no-sold yourself the day before thinking, oh, nobody's going to. Oh, I literally dillow it every time. <laughs> every time, every time. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was already thinking about what we're talking about today because I'm just, I'm excited. I'm just an excited little person. Well, well I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that you're excited because um, uh, with the weather being the way it is, with America suffering through a heat wave, um, literally and metaphorically, it's the perfect time to be thinking about Christmas because this week, the Walt Disney World Company announced that uh, for the 2022 Christmas season, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is returning to Disney World and it is across all four parks of the Magic Kingdom, of Disney's Animal Kingdom, of Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Now, I do want to clarify, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is exclusive to the Magic Kingdom Party and it is an after hours ticketed event, but there are holiday festivities happening at the other parks. But um, uh, this announcement comes from Disney. Believe it or not, it takes 12 months to prepare for the holiday season at Walt Disney World Resort. As the year cycles through springtime showers, summer barbecues, and autumn harvest, cast members are also busy planning for the most wonderful time of the year at the most magical place on earth. In celebration of the hashtag halfway to the holidays, here's a sneak peek of all things holly and jolly coming to the Walt Disney World Resort this year, including the return of Mickey's very merry Christmas party at the Magic Kingdom Park. Um, I am shocked. I mean, take a breath, Barry. That was a that was a <laughs> lot that you just said. Um, I I'm going to just say this part, but it's going on for 24 select nights between November 8th and December 22nd, 2022, and Joe Girl will be in attendance on one of those days. Really? Oh boy. Yes, really. That's and exciting. I'm gonna we'll get into that in a moment, but let's let's run down what what is included in this evening of merriment as 
they said they actually said that in this article but that's fine evening of merriment it's disney y'all (laughs) y'all um Join Mickey and his pals at Cinderella Castle stage for the ultimate must-watch Christmas extravaganza, Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration. The show features nostalgic and modern medleys of holiday music paired with dance performances. Um, Minnie Mouse orchestrates a sparkling spectacle over Magic Kingdom as part of Minnie's wonderful wonderful Christmas time fireworks. I almost messed that up. (laughs) Full of holiday magic, the show includes dazzling castle projection, fireworks, and seasonal songs. Um, with his famous flying reindeer leading the way, Santa Claus will join Mickey Mouse and friends in the must-see Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade as it, make, as it makes its way through the park. And speaking of Santa Claus, he isn't the only one who likes cookies during the day. Partygoers can indulge in complimentary cookies and hot cocoa at locations throughout Magic Kingdom. Now, the fun doesn't stop there. Typically, during the holiday season, different rides get transformed into holiday versions so the jungle cruise will transform into the jingle cruise yeah and as an exclusive treat for event attendees space mountain tomorrowland speedway monsters inc laugh world and mad hatter tea party will all receive a special holiday makeover Hmm. have they do they always do that i don't think that they always do that i was about to say and uh anyway i think maybe but space space mountain i know for the not so scary party it gets kind of a halloween overlay or it just is space mountain in the dark but to my knowledge i am unaware of a christmas overlay um but listeners please let us know if this is thing yeah um if so i'm excited yeah that is that is very exciting to hear uh because in previous podcasts of does does disney and heck even on the morning monorail podcast i talked about how i'm kind of jealous in some aspects disneyland they get holiday overlays for all the time. time like i mean most famously probably uh, the haunted mansion they get the yep. nightmare before christmas overlay around this time of year uh so i'm excited that stuff like this is coming to the magic kingdom of course we already had jingle cruise which i'm a big fan of but for something like space mountain that oh, that sounds awesome that could be uh, really if, like cool. the projections are like snowflakes and like it's all like lit green and red lasers uh-huh. yeah. i mean this is just my thought that could, i don't know this, yeah that could y'all be fun. let me know that could be fun <laughs> um y'all let me know uh cosmic ray starlight cafe becomes the coolest place to get down that i'm i'm so sorry i will never <laughs> anyway it's there's an intergalactic dance party at cosmic rays i'm not gonna say that spiel again cause... wonder if sunny eclipse is gonna be playing his favorite uh intergalactic cl- christmas team but like remixed because that would be mm-hmm. a moment um dance the night away alongside favorite disney characters during an out of this world holiday show a totally tomorrowland christmas on the rocket tower plaza stage is that where stitch stitch comes out believe so i think there's only one stage in tomorrowland so this is a little sad on my part but or or or, or the the, i've I've seen the incredibles have their incredible dance party there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and people get uncomfortably close to mrs incredible it's like y'all calm down y'all calm down (laughs) And I mean, then I get the fun... it, but y'all calm down. No, no, no. We never calm down. <laughs> uh, and then there is fun for young partygoers and Disney Junior fans of all ages. at Storybook Circus during the Disney Junior Jingle Jam. Say that ten times really fast. Please Disney do not Junior do that. Jingle Jam. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then in honor of the 50th anniversary celebration, which is end... Doesn't that end? It is never ending, Steffers. Okay. The 50th anniversary celebration will go on until the sun swallows the earth whole and we all die from heat exposure. So it, so it ends at the end of this year, right? 
<laughs> uh, anyway, uh, in honor of the 50th celebration, uh, attendees will discover three jolly new photo opportunities. Guests will also receive a special 50th anniversary commemorative keepsake themed for the holidays. Okay, hmm. receive for free? Like included in their ticket? Or like... If you buy the photo pass, do you get a free keepsake? What like what's the fine print here? I'm Is assuming it? that the keepsake will be included in the price of admission to uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Because if you remember for Not So Scary, they also said that there's going to be a 50th anniversary commemorative keepsake that you get for attending and that is included in your uh, ticket to this year's party. So I'm assuming it'll be, be. be similar. Yeah, I mean, uh, these tickets aren't cheap, by the way, uh, ranging from starting at $149 to $199. So you're looking at $150 to $200 per head. And of course, uh -oh. uh, annual pass holders, you do get your $10 discount on select nights. Uh, so uh, um, tickets go on sale July 7th, so uh, prepare accordingly. But for, I, I hold on, go on sale July 7th for general population, but those yes. that are staying on property maybe could get it this June 30th. I was like, I think it's this week. So yeah, as early as Thursday, guests of select hotels of the Walt Disney World Resort can purchase uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party tickets. Um, all other guests may purchase beginning on July 7th, as Landon said. Um, I'll be scratching my, my head and painting my nails while I wait for July 7th to come around. Mm -hmm. um, I will say from November 8th to, it's literally till November 18th, is the 149 to 159 range. And then from November 20th, to December 18th, it's the 169 or 179 range, and then December 20th and December 22nd is 199. And also, kids three to nine uh, need to have a ticket, and those are kids kids priced tickets, uh, which ten dollars cheaper. Ten dollars, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. which is like ten dollars mm -hmm. less than what yeah. you're paying. So. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, once once again, these after hour parties. Are getting are getting more more expensive. expensive. Um, but uh, this was my logic. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my logic here for why I decided that I'm going to attend a party. Mickey's very merry Christmas party takes place from 7 p.m. to midnight, but ticket holders can will be admitted to the Magic Kingdom as early as four o'clock in the in the afternoon on the valid date of their ticket, giving them more time to enjoy the park before the event even begins. So from four to midnight, which is a solid eight hours. I can spend 150, 70, whatever the heck the ticket price is going to be for the night I'm going. And I get more or less a full day at the park, just at night, less crowds, free cocoa and cookies. And like upon reflection, I know I talked ish about it last year, but I heard Boo Bash or what was it called? Was it called Boo Bash last year? Uh, the the yeah, poopy yeah. butt Halloween yeah, yeah it was on fire bootleg on the version yeah, uh -huh, yeah, yeah yeah of not so scary um I think that now the normal regular parties where you're getting like the parades and the this and the overlays and and all that I think like park take one day park tickets are not much cheaper so if I can pay this money and have low weights free cookies because your girl likes some cookies <laughs> and like take in the holidays i think that that's worth it i will say i wish 
other parks had after hours after hour events as well just because i know that i love epcot i love hollywood studios um but i think that this is a solid deal considering how crowded magic kingdom has been the past few times i've gone this seems like a really good way to take in the park do all the things i want to do love the holidays dress up as a penguin oops spoiler alert <laughs> But your girl is dressing up as a penguin for this I, event. I have questions. I will take them <laughs> offline. I don't think your questions will be appropriate for the listeners to hear. But I don't know. I definitely think, I don't think, no offense, Landon, that last year's like boo bash situation, like the bootleg version of the world being on fire of after hours event, I don't think that those were worth it because they were around the same price point. But I think now... And I haven't been to one ever. But I think now that it's kind of back to regular scheduled programming, I think if I'm only going to go once a year, this is my shot. I I think that this is the best way for me to do it, which is why I'm I'm committing to the craft. So, we're going all well, in. Oh, that's that's exciting to hear and and I don't I don't disagree with you or take offense to what you said about Boobash. I mean like <laughs> Like my mom has never been to an after hours party. She's never been to a, a not so scary or a very merry. I've, I've been to all three of those and I would put up the money to go to not so scary or to go to very merry. I mean, heck this year I am putting up money to go back to heck not so yeah, scary. Yeah, you are. Heck yeah, you are. I would not put up that money to go back to Boobash. Um, if, yeah, if, that's if, I think the consensus of if, everyone. Yeah, because boo bash, but I mean, there's a reason we say emphasis on the boo. If 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 I if I can find the funding, if if I can find the days off at work, I would love to attend um, Very Merry. Uh, I do prefer Not So Scary over Very Merry, but um, seeing Disney dressed up at Christmas time and getting in all the fun festivities, I mean, it's 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 awesome, and I'm excited to hear that it is getting back to normal quote unquote uh regularly scheduled programming as you put it uh this this is exciting prices are getting getting a little north but when you frame it that way you get eight hours in the magic kingdom and i'll be honest the last few times i've been down at disney magic kingdom has just felt overly crowded to the point where it's like like this is not that's what fun. i'm saying this and is i will say fun. It's smart for Disney to put on these after. I, I really enjoy, and that's something I think Universal and Disney does really well. I mean, I'm kind of generalizing that a little bit. But after hours events, yeah, it starts like 7, 8 o'clock at night. But they allow you into the park at 4, mm -hmm. which is after like the real, like 2 to 3 is like really hot. And no one really wants to like be in the middle of the day. That's like when you're kind of maybe taking a break and going, you know, going back later in the evening. I really like that because I'm probably going to go on my travel day. Like I'll probably come in early, check into my hotel, get my life together. And then I'm going <laughs> from hard from 4 to midnight at Magic Kingdom. And I think that that's a great, I think that just is a great value because I'm almost positive it's anything like uh, Boo Bash is not so scary, whatever. Because I'm assuming not so scary and Boo Bash were the same in terms of crowd levels. Like, I'll be able to maybe wait 10 minutes for a ride versus 80 minutes for a ride that lasts two minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's just, it'll be a good 
little dip my toes into the Disney. This will be my first ever Disney After Hours experience. And I love the holidays, so I think this is going to be a great flounder time. <laughs> Good catch on yourself. Uh, I look forward to hearing what you think on it. Uh, I Like I mentioned, I have uh, attended uh, Very Merry in the past. Uh, it's a lot of fun, especially if you are a fan of Christmas theming of the holidays. Um, Disney, they, they knock it out, out of the park when it comes to their holiday theming and Christmas mm -hmm. is no different. Um, now, uh, Very Merry is the only after hours ticketed event happening on the Walt Disney World property, but that doesn't mean it's the only uh, Christmas theming happening around the park. Uh, at Hollywood Studio, uh, there are going to be holiday offerings in the uh, frame of Sunset Season, uh, Sunset Season's Greetings, where you can gaze and wonder at the Hollywood Tower Hotel is transformed nightly by holiday projections, alternating with the Beacon of Magic. Minnie's Holiday Dine at the Hollywood and Vine, where you uh, don't miss Minnie's Merry Mealtime at this popular restaurant. Reservations are strongly recommended. Uh, Santa Claus's Motorcade, where you catch Santa Claus Merry Motorcade, where Old St. Nick will travel up Hollywood Boulevard in his candy apple red convertible packed with a sack of presents. And for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration where you look forward for an unforgettable holiday finale featuring everyone's favorite snowman, Olaf, and then finally, dazzling Hollywood decor. Discover seasonal style at every turn, including special holiday touches in Toy Story Land. Notably missing, though, is the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam fireworks show, which hasn't been present since 2019. So uh, no nighttime firework Christmas show, at least yet, but since it hasn't been around since 2019, for those holding out hope that uh, this would be the return of the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it doesn't look like it's coming back, at least in this instant. Um, continuing on with the holidays, Epcot has announced the start date for the International Festival of the Holidays. I will say, I am a very big person. Well, hold on. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a very big uh, lover of the holiday season, and I've been going to Disney the past, I think, two Decembers. I'm pretty sure it was the past at least two. Um, and I actually really love International Festival of the Holidays because mm -hmm. that's my jam. And I've been to Hollywood Studios when it's all decked out in holiday decor. Also a really good time, so I highly recommend. Um, but the International Festival of the Holidays will begin on November 25th. Uh, Epcot will celebrate the return of Candlelight Processional during Epcot International Festival of the Holidays beginning November 25th, a beloved long-standing tradition of heartwarming holiday performances at America Gardens Theater. The Holiday Cookie Stroll will also return to Epcot this year, inviting guests to partake in a sweet scavenger hut during the Festival of the Holidays. Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the festival will also herald mouth-watering menus of traditional and inspired adaptations of holiday dishes from around the world at special holiday kitchens. If they have the frozen hot, I don't know if they called it hot chocolate or hot cocoa in the France Pavilion, it's alcoholic. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend the frozen mm. uh, chocolate. I think it was frozen chocolate martini. Ooh, frozen I, hot chocolate martini. I'm getting close. That. I I'm getting get really close that. to the words there. Um, <laughs> I highly recommend uh, when I had it, it was delicious. And they have like a, a log. Is it a log or like a chocolate? They have some sort of chocolate treat as well. If they bring that back. Also very good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. 
Well, I look forward to trying both of those things. See, talking about this, it's like, I'm definitely going to have to make a trip down, yeah, down during the holidays. Good luck. I, yeah, I'm going to have to make it happen. You. Maybe not on November 25th, because I have a feeling Epcot is going to be crazy busy that day with uh, them kicking off the uh, festival of the holidays. Uh, but uh, staying in Epcot, kind of borrowing uh, what they're doing in the magic kingdom with some attractions we are getting a holiday overlay or a holiday theming to the newest attraction in epcot we're talking guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind will get a holiday overlay disney announced this season the guardians will trade in their classic hits playlist for a mashup of seasonal jams at the guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind at epcot guests will blast off to the tune of an awesome holiday single bringing joy to xandar and terra too. Now, I don't know. If, I, I doubt this would be an original holiday song or if it's going to be a holiday. Highly doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I have Maybe a, a cover? Like, maybe it'll be... Mm, like, Ariana Grande might be busting out with some hard holiday... I forgot what song she, like, redid. See, or would, it'll be like Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> like, let's be honest. It'll be something like that. I was going to say, like, like, I mean, just following the theme, and it would... Like time time frame wise, it like like Star Lord has oh, that whole Arrested Development like seventies and eighties thing. But at the same time, I mean, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." I feel like that that has to just be a thing. Exactly. Like like you can't stop it. Like it's it, it's you like the signal, Mal. You can't stop the signal. It it's just going all the way out through the galaxy. So I am curious to see if a this is just going to be one Christmas song. So it kind of takes away some of the rewritability that Cosmic Rewind does have and be what the songs song or songs are going to be. So uh, I'm, ex I'm curious to see what it's going to be, but I, I'll, I'm also excited that again, we're getting a holiday overlay in Walt Disney World. It's, it seems like more and more, especially with the announcements they made in the Magic Kingdom for uh, the Very Merry Christmas Party, that's no longer a Left Coast exclusive thing. Yeah, finally. Yeah, finally. Respectfully. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Yeah, none of these songs. Sorry, I literally looked up Christmas songs from the 80s. Just see, like... What could what could possibly be on Star uh, Star Lord's you, playlist? You just you. That's where we'll just see. We will wait for that <laughs> announcement because I am worried. I am worried by the list of these songs. Anyway, <laughs> we trust in the Imagineers. <laughs> I I do think that they have to. There's some sort of or not like science, but like a method to to like the ride and then the the over i don't know i haven't ridden it i'm gonna just stop talking about it because I, really I haven't do ridden it i don't it. know one day one day speaking of rides tower of terror returns to the full ish capacity for now at disney's hollywood studios tower of terror is operating at quote-unquote full capacity after months of work on the left elevator shaft at the hollywood tower hotel the attraction is running both sides of the elevators after months of refurbishment dating back to February, but cast members have indicated that it is expected that the right side will close at some point in the near future oh. to have similar work completed. Come on. <laughs> um, not surprised. 
these weights. I mean, Tower of Terror is one of those that I wait for, but also I it is a is a long wait. I mean, Tower um, of Terror is one of the attractions I will wait for, but I mean, I've seen on social media some people it's like, "Yep, 2 hour wait for Tower of Terror, 2 and a half hour wait for Tower of Terror." It's like, "I'm sorry, I love the Tower of Terror. It it's it's in like like my my must do attraction list whenever I go down to Disney." Um, I haven't done it the last few times I've gone down to Disney just because I look at the at the wait time. It's like, I'm sorry, I could do an entire day in the park doing yeah. other stuff that it would take me to stand in line for this one attraction. And especially think, right now. But well, the thing is, is like, when else are they going to do the refurb on it? Like the refurb yeah. has to happen sometime. I will say summer, probably not, but I but it said since February. So, I mean, it's not like they didn't start early. So, I mean, I don't think we have a choice. Like, I'd rather this happen during the summer when I probably should never go to the parks ever again. <laughs> um, and so that when I go inevitably in the fall or winter, like, it's ready to go. I mean, I'm just, that's just my, my hot take. Like, like, and yeah, it's not honestly, like it's closed completely. Like, that is true. some people at some places may or may not have a ride closed for a few months and say they're going to open it sometime during the summer, but then your girl goes and it's not open yet. And then you're like, when is this going to open? Because I just need my cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yep, yep. They're just trying to get Brendan Fraser his cup of coffee, Stafford. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> gotta. Yeah, it's fine. At least it's open. I will say I'm one of those that will not wait. I have waited like at least like an hour for it. And I, I two and a half hours is just a little... That's insane. So like the only yeah. attraction I would wait two and a half hours for is Rise of the Resistance and Cosmic Rewind, but that's only because I have not ridden it yet. I don't think you have to wait that long. Exactly, be because they got the passes. freaking virtual queue. And I, people have been getting passes really easily. I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm kind of, knock on wood, I'm kind of surprised at the ease I've been seeing on social media that people have had success getting on Cosmic Rewind and getting boarding passes. That, that, that makes me feel good for whenever I go down to Epcot that I'm going to be able to, you know, successfully book myself a, a boarding pass for that yeah um it i think i've seen one person not get it like once and then the next time they try they got it or like in the afternoon they got it so mm -hmm. I, I think it's i think it's definitely doable um so we'll see you'll be writing it before i am because who knows when i will get back <laughs> i really was trying to plan like a trip just for disney um, I just have a lot of things coming up. So unfortunately, I don't think I'll, it'll be this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. I was talking with Justin Monorail this week and, and I'm trying to swing just, even if it's a, a, a weekend trip, I'm, I'm trying to find a find a spot to uh, just go down to Orlando because as, as we talked last week, I'm I'm jonesing to get back y'all. But then I look at the counter, it's like, oh sweet, July is next week. How did that happen? So, I mean. Yep. <laughs> Time. How does that work? Now, this next piece of news is, I mean, it's barely news. I just wanted to mention it. Uh, we're going over to Disney's Animal Kingdom to talk about everybody's favorite show. It's Kite Tales. And um, yeah, uh, you may have seen this on social media, but uh, apparently the King Louie kite was torn open during one of the performances last week. Uh, dang, big old monkey lost his arm. Now, these kites are designed to crash into the stands. They are not, repeat, not designed to have their arm ripped off. So, 
yeah, things keep going well for uh, Kite Tales. We love a Kite Tales. <laughs> I, I've never seen the show, but I still love it anyway. It it's, just deserves all the love in the world. It's fine. It's fine. I just... I, I, this is fine. Yeah, I, I just wanted to bring up that story because how often do you get to talk about a big, giant, inflatable orangutan kite getting its arm torn off or whatever happened yeah it's 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 uh got torn open so kite tails uh, well <laughs> on some more i mean this is positive in like a general sense i will forever still remain salty <laughs> why a Disney Enchantment Fireworks show to be presented twice nightly at Magic Kingdom starting mid-July. Um, two showings of Disney Enchantments will start July 14th. As we continue to explore new ways to enhance the guest experience, Disney Enchantment will be presented twice nightly from Ju- July, 20- or July 14th to 24th. During this time, the nighttime spectacular will be presented at both 9.20 and 11 p.m. Outside of this limited window, the show will resume its once-nightly presentation. So as of right now, here's a look at the schedule. From now to July 13th, there will be one showing at 9.20 from July 14th to the 24th, 9.20 and 11 p.m. And then July 25th to uh, August 7th, 9.20, and then August 8th to September 3rd, 9 p.m. Um, I'm guessing, I I know we talked about the park hours. I don't really remember. I'm assuming the park is staying open until 11 now. I mean, during that, uh, that window during of that July time 14th yeah. to the 24th, it wouldn't make much sense to, you know, shoo guests and tell them to I ski-daddle mean, and then have fireworks to an audience of nobody. I think that that's a really, I mean, I have no idea how they're going to pull that off in such a quick turnaround, but 9.20 and then those people who, like, have kids that need to get to bed can skedaddle, and then the people who can utilize, like, ride more rides during, like, the first show, can go mm-hmm. watch the second show. Like, I think it'll help with crowds as well. So I'm interested to see how they pull that off for sure. By the way, what Steffers mentioned, if uh, fireworks aren't something that uh, you and your party are necessarily, you know, jazzed to see, it's not a must-do for your party, uh, while everybody else is huddled up to watch fireworks, take that time to go ride, ride an attraction. Uh, wait times plummet and plummet sometimes big time for some of the big time attractions during the fireworks shows so when uh, you go big time sorry big time rush anyone else no all right no no steffers but once again why have a spotify i have a steffers um i am curious uh if disney would be open to possibly doing more uh firework shows outside of that uh july 14th and uh, through the 24th window uh because i'll be honest it's like more fireworks the better I'm, I'm of that mindset, but that well, is a quick money, turnaround. Money, time, and... Disney's, Disney's worried about money, Steffers. I mean, when we get to this next story, well, maybe not anymore. Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck in it, just diving into their, into their endless pit of gold coins. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm interested to see if they're also going to do it for Harmonious as well. Because Epcot typically is yeah. like a late night park. So yeah. maybe that, they'll do that, that. That is a great point. Because, and it it is the late night park. And that tends to skew the older audience. They want to eat and drink around the world later. But also Disney might realize that. And they don't want to have a bunch of drunk idiots eating and drinking around the world until 1 a.m., you know, for safety 
and liability reasons. And they, they're like, yeah, no, that would be a terrible idea. So I don't know, something to keep an eye on, but you did mention it. And we mentioned it last week. We talked like 30 minutes on it, uh, on something you, me, and probably the majority of our listeners could never afford. This That was a story for, as I called it, our rich AF listeners. We're talking about the nearly $110,000 Disney Parks Around the World, a private jet adventure by Adventures by Disney trip. Um, if you remember, it went on sale to select people before it went on sale to the general public. Heck yeah, all right, well, <laughs> it is now the moment that I've been waiting for this whole show. Really? Yeah. Hello. I need to. I need to befriend all of these uh, lovely, uh, for lack of a better term, rich ass people <laughs> that uh, sold out this one hundred and ten thousand trip to all Disney parks around the world before it even went on sale to the general public. Can we? All right. If you're one of these yeah. people, I envy you. I am not mm -hmm. mad at you. Yeah. I envy you. And I would also mm -hmm. like to be adopted into your family. Respect. And yes, I am I'm willing to change <laughs> my last name for a price. Wait, what does that say? Um, uh, anyway. Who cares? Anyway, pre-sales <laughs> for the worldwide trip to all Disney theme parks went on sale on June 20th. Mind you, when you're listening to this, it is June 27th. And it has now sold out. The general public on sale date was scheduled for June 28th. Guests are now being asked to call to join a wait list. Wow. Literally. Wow. What? Wow. Something I... that was retailing for $110,000 sold out before it went on sale to the general public. I, I'm speechless. I'm jealous and I would like to know if you are, if you happen by some miracle or you just know how this works and know like how the price, like how you have to pay for it, like the pricing or not the payment plan and like financing. Can someone tell me? I'm just very <laughs> curious. I could call. I really could. But I would like to know it from someone who's literally going to be blessing them their lives with experiencing this experience. Because what? Yeah. Sold out. What? <laughs> now, now, if you remember last week, we talked there was only 75 spots on this trip. But at the same time, this still does have $110,000 Per head. So um, if you're one of those blessed 75 people out there that are going on uh, this oh real God. life soaring around the world adventure, uh, feel if it's a family of four at $110,000 a you're, head. You're looking at almost half a million dollars for, for a trip. That's yeah. a house. Uh -huh. That is a house. So it's a, it's a, that's a pretty dang good house, Steph. <laughs> well, yeah, but with the house, the, the housing market right now, that's a house, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the housing hour with Steffers. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, but, 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 but if, if, you, if you happen to be one of the lucky 75 and you just Please happen to love Dawes Does Disney, open invite to come on the podcast yes. to let us know for the Please. low, low price of $5,000. Give, give me money. That's what I'm saying. Landy uh -huh. want money. Landy want money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I ain't too proud to beg, ladies and gentlemen. 
It shows. I'm it here really to get shows. over. I'm here to get paid. I'm here to get overpaid. None of those three things are working so far. So, you know what is working? <laughs> this like, segue. This. I honestly, I'm still in shock. I'm literally still in shock, but that's okay. <laughs> um, apparently, something that's not working is the fuzzy tauntaun num and num drink. Because it could be changing soon at Over This Cantina. story bums me out. Now, now, I do want to frame this. This is coming from the sunny nation of Speculation Nation. Speculation um, Nation. But, but, but if they take away the fuzzy tauntaun from Oga's Cantina, this is going to bum me out because this is this is my go-to drink when I go to Oga's. And I'm not going to lie. Part of the reason this is my go-to is because of the numbing foam gimmick. Um, apparently if Oga does her job right, you may not even notice the change, but as you can see on the menu that is pictured in this article from blog, uh, Mickey, the buzz button tingling foam is still listed as an ingredient. Cast members say that the supply issues of the flower that causes the numbing sensation threatened the future of the drink earlier this year. Hold However, on, hold Oga on, hold on, hold on. What? The supply issue, the supply chain has just become this boogeyman for everything now. It's like, like, come on, y'all. Though, I, okay, please continue, please continue. Cast members tell us that Disney is working on an alternative that should convincingly replace the way of numbing your mouth. Lidocaine? I've actually, I've actually read, uh, read on <laughs> lidocaine. <laughs> I just... I was waiting for that to just click in your <laughs> yeah yeah good job Steffers I just come yeah yeah that one that one was on me uh, but uh, I I actually read online they're just gonna start spiking it with Robitussin so just 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 people getting drunk on the Tussin in uh, in um, in August must now. be eighteen or older to consume oh wait I guess it's twenty one it is, yeah it is an alcoholic <laughs> beverage so you actually have to be twenty one or older Steffers. Oh, it, it is in a galaxy I'm... far far away but it still does have to respect uh, the legal drinking age in uh, the uh, Ooh, United right. States yeah anyway everybody, everybody tripping on the Tussin in uh, in Galaxy's Edge now. no one is tripping on anything we're Speak all for good. Um, I will be speaking to the people while we are, we're talking about some um, some debuts and some returns and reopenings this here in the last, last bit of the hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you are a fan of meet and greets, um, Christmas has come early. Well, even though Christmas came at the beginning just, of, yeah, of, yeah, the, yeah. of the we're, episode. We're but... wrapping it back around with more Christmassy yes. uh, good news. <laughs> it's not Christmas. This has nothing to do with Christmas. It's just a present. It's, it's for a you, metaphor, Steffers. Also, I sure. don't understand how metaphors work. It shows. Anyway, Mirabelle is making uh, or has made her Disney World debut yesterday, June 26th. Uh, we may not talk about Bruno, but we can definitely talk about Mirabelle making her debut in the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade on June 26th. The young hero from Walt Disney Animation Studios' hit film Encanto will join Miguel from Coco, Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Max, Goof, Moana, and more as the super-sized cavalcade winds through the park several times each day. Okay, can I me. just this excites can me. I just uh, talk to the listener really quick? When I, you read something, how do you know it's not winds through instead of lines through? <laughs> <laughs> I really had to like stop and read for two seconds. And I'm not like, I'm really good with grammar, but like you ever see those words where like in your head, you know the correct way to say it, but you're like, wait, that's spelled the same way as a different word. 
I feel like it's like muscle memory for your brain, but also you're like, huh, I just never, like, I just keep living my life and being grammatically correct. Yep, <laughs> yep. Jeffers is somebody who uh, sometimes reads words um, out loud uh, for a living. Sometimes you just have to make a decision, say it with confidence and keep moving. Keep moving forward. But I am pumped that Mirabelle is finally made her way to uh, the Magic Kingdom, to Walt Disney World. I'm still jealous of uh, Disneyland that they have a meet and greet with Mirabelle. Fingers crossed that that's coming eventually because I love Encanto. I know Steffers, for whatever reason, not as big a fan of Encanto. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, no matter how wrong Steffers is. Um, I have plenty of opinions. No one just wants to hear them because they hate me for it. So. Oh, we. I, I I read the same reviews you do, Steffers. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, but, <laughs> but uh, more more Encanto the better. Um, I think I, representation is great. I'm glad that she's getting uh, uh what's her her t- time in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I, there's a different way to say that, but I'm I'm happy that she's getting uh, getting some some pre- presence in the parks. Yeah, I do think the meet and greet will come at some point. I don't think that they can just leave her in the cavalcade unless she's going to be one of the the rare characters that you see from a distance, but then they don't let you hug them because they want to be mer 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 and whatever. It's a really good impression are... of Disney management you just did. That was, I really that, that was That was spot on. Mer, 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 yeah, mer. I just, it's just one of those things where like, I know that, you know, during the, um, when you went to Boobash, there were characters that you took pictures with that I, was it Boobash? There were just characters that have been for special events that they like, or like the run Disney events. Oh yeah. Or you don't see them ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, whatever. I hope this isn't the case for her, but maybe it is. And who really knows, but, but we don't I, talk about Bruno. I yeah yeah we we don't talk about Bruno but we definitely do talk about Mirabelle. I'm glad that she is in Walt Disney World now. Um, hopefully we yeah. see her past the parade. Ooh, Epcot. That would be fun. Ooh, I would I would totally be down uh, for a meet and greet uh, Mirabelle experience in Epcot. That would that that. Or be even phenomenal. Hollywood Studios at this point. Like I feel like we could just go anywhere with her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but she's not the only one coming to town. That's that was a terrible segue, but that's what this article said. Minnie Mouse meet and greet coming to Town Square Theater. Oh, I didn't mean the rest of this. <laughs> anyway, she's coming to the Town Square Theater July 6th at Magic Kingdom. So along with enjoying Mirabelle in the cavalcade, you can go visit some Minnie Mouse who will be joining Mickey Mouse starting on July 6th in the Town Square Theater. At Magic Kingdom Park, both will be ready for hugs and photos in their iridescent fashions designed specifically for the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. I personally love their outfits. I yes. personally also haven't hugged. Okay, let me tell you, this is this is my problem. This is my beef. This is my beef. Okay. I need to go to Hollywood Studios. I feel like my first Disney hug in the first time in forever needs to be Chewbacca. Like, I don't... Like, Stitch is fine. I hugged Stitch, like, before... I think it needs to be Chewbacca. Well, well, I understand that because Wookiees do give the best hugs, but might I suggest you book your next trip anytime past July 17th because Disney has announced on July 17th, Star Wars Launch Bay will be reopening where you, yes, you steppers and the lovely listener can go get their Wookiee hug from my dude and yours, Chewbacca come face to droid encounter with BB-8 or have a run in with Darth Vader himself or, you know, that cosplayer Kylo Ren and just be completely awkward and be like, I want to be literally anywhere else in the, in, in the world. 
but but I mean, I'm, I'm ready. Like like I am a fan of character meet and greets. I'll pay for Chewbacca. Well, well, it's like I was about to say. It's like when I re-upped my annual pass. Unfortunately, the photo pass is now an a la carte situation. I paid for that, particularly because I love the meet and greets with the characters, and I want the pictures. So, hearing that Mir, well, well, there's there's not a Mirabelle uh, meet and greet yet, but hearing that Minnie is joining Mickey with the 50th anniversary iridescent gear, hearing that uh, the Star Wars launch bay is opening on the 17th, so I can go get another hug from Chewbacca. I can go get my picture taken. With BB-8. I can go stand next to Lord Vader and be like, this is this is weird. I don't know why I'm doing this, but here I am. Um, I'm excited for all of this, and there's even more. Yeah, even there is even more. More, uh, mm-hmm. more meet and greets returning to Toy Story Land, Dino, La- Dino Land, and Magic Kingdom. I didn't, clearly I didn't read these articles before we started. <laughs> but in addition to sharing exact dates for the return of Star Wars Launch Bay, Minnie Mouse meet and greet, and Mirabelle debut, Disney has teased the return of many more meet and greets in their theme parks in the coming months. In the coming months, a visit to Magic Kingdom Park will bring chances to meet Aladdin, Jasmine, Merida, Pooh, Tigger, and storybook circus pals like the Great Goofini and Pete's Silly Sideshow. Mm. Um, so, like our OGs are coming back. Your favorite toys will be ready for playtime in Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Donald Duck and friends will rejoin their prehistoric party at da- Donald's Dino Bash in Dino Land USA at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Aren't we closing Dino Land? Yeah, that no? one kind of kind of caught me by surprise because because uh, the rest of Dino Land USA has kind of been you know under construction slash demolition. But I'll That's be fine. honest, it, it's like. I love Donald and his dino getup and Chip and Dale with their dinosaur outfits. Those are those are some of the coolest characters, uh, at least coolest looking characters in all of uh, Walt Disney World Resort. So I'm glad that they're going to be out and about again, as opposed to just strictly on the uh, the character. Uh, it's uh, not even the barges. end. It's not even the end of the returns. Oh, uh, Snow White and Peter Pan are also returning to Fantasyland on July 10th at Magic Kingdom. I mean, we're just getting. We're getting everyone back. <laughs> There's no song. I just made that a song. But like everyone's that. everyone's coming back. We're making moves. We're taking names. And I'm just... I'm proud. I'm proud to be a Disney fan. No, that's not going that far. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a stretch, Steffers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you might want to. I'm really might, happy. It's. It, I'm really happy they're coming back, though. All the meet and greets, and I can't wait to meet Chewbacca. Yes, yes. You can finally get that Wookiee hug. You've been uh, jonesing after, like, like. I'm. Oh, well, let me tell you, I've been rewatching <laughs> the Star Wars films. <sighs> nothing, nothing makes me just happier than a Wookiee on my screen. I mean, well, and plus, Chewbacca's the best. Yeah, I mean, if anyone disagrees... Oh my god, okay, so between Chewbacca and R2-D2, let me tell you, I just, like, it just makes me so happy rewatching these movies. Because, like, the screeches that R2-D2 makes, <laughs> it's just quality. Um, and I'm going to re- re-emphasize, re-watching, not watching for the first time. I am, I, I have indeed already watched these films, but now I'm really, like, honing in and deep and diving. Because Obi-Wan Kenobi really got me inspired and now and then after that i'm going to rewatch all the marvel films i think because i just watched doctor strange oh yeah what, 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 uh, what'd you think no spoilers because there's still people no, i'm not the best not the worst not the best really i um yeah yeah 
we might have to do more movie yeah, talk yeah, because yeah. because because we we got some positive response on, on our Jurassic World colon Dominion conversations. I okay. This is my this is uh, no spoilers. I'm literally there's I'm honestly I couldn't even I could tell you a spoiler, but honestly now that I've seen the movie, I'm like I could have just watched spoilers at this point. Like, I anticipated what was happening, and I expected. I guess there's there's room for more always because it's Marvel always uh-huh. and money. But I guess I just didn't understand what the movie was about. And I think that that's where I'll leave that statement. I personally just don't think I understood what this movie was supposed to be about. And I went in blind. And then at the end of it, I was like, oh. And that was my thought was, oh, <laughs> I'm I love Doctor Strange and I love what was encompassed in that movie. There was like a moment because I didn't like I said I didn't know it was like what I was supposed to expect. Um I'm I'm interested in what everyone else thought. Cause like I'm not I'm not saying it's the worst Marvel movie or the worst movie I've ever seen. I just thought it was okay. Like I liked the hmm. first Doctor Strange better. Really? See, like, like, there's only been two Doctor Strange movies to rank. Uh, I would put uh, the Multiverse of Madness far and away number one. Yeah. Spider-Man was better. Oh, one thousand percent. But I mean, like, 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 Spider. You could, you could put Spider-Man in anything, and I'd be like, yeah, that was awesome. Do you see Spider-Man? I think the action was there. Be, be like, put him in in, in in the traveling sisterhood of the the, the pants or whatever. Be like, I, yeah, that was awesome. Spider Man with those pants that traveled, phenomenal. I um, I don't know. We can talk offline so I don't spoil anything for anyone. But if anyone wants to chat, like I'm genuinely, I am not pooping on the movie at all because I had waited so long to watch it. I, yeah, I'd be open to talking about it with our fans. I gotta friends. finish Obi Wan. I'm. I, I got the last Dude, two episodes. Dude, it is so episodes. good. I know. It is so I know, good. You I need know. to watch it right this very second. Well, like, like we're we're recording a podcast after. Yeah. Okay. To, well, we I, should. I, I, was, I was about to ask you, is there any news across the Universal? I I know we got some uh, announcements for a uh, Halloween Horror Night. Yeah. Some, some confirmation Bla- on on Blumhouse what? has yeah. now been confirmed, and it'll encompass Black Phone and. Another Jeez. movie I, I wouldn't. Yeah, hold on. With. I'm looking. I'm looking. Blumhouse, and it's going to be um, Black Phone and Freaky. I knew it started with an F. I just didn't want to say it incorrect. Um, Black Phone literally just came out. Uh-huh. I want to preface this by saying I was 99.9% positive this was the next announcement. So I'm not really surprised. I'm also. I haven't seen anything that has solidified my decision to go or not. Really? Yeah. I Okay. So all these years, I've either gone every year or every other year. There's, I mean, sometimes there's just a year I skip it and that just is how that works. This might be a year where like I'm still going to Universal, but I might not go to Halloween Horror Nights because... When I would go, it would be like $100 for an extra ticket. It it takes a lot out of you, like, physically. Like, like because we go hard. When we do Halloween Horror Nights, you can ask our, our friends. I go hard in the paint. Um, and Hold on. I'm, Hold on. 
I love you for the fact that you just said you go hard in the paint. Oh, wow. I just love you so much, but please continue. I, I love you too. <laughs> um, I What I'm waiting for, gen, genuinely what I'm waiting for, if they can, one, give me an original concept that like blows, their original concepts always blow me out of the water, but like if they can give me a solid uh, original concept and if the rumors are false and they actually pull off a Stranger Things house based off of this season, that would sway me in the direction of going. But for right now, especially with the speculation map, I don't see it being worth the... Because I, I just, I've been spending a lot of money lately. So it, in terms of finances, it's just one of those things where I just have to save and I'd rather save the money and like do the parks another day or take another trip type of thing. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm sorry for anyone who is disappointed by what I just said. I, I'm just... Yeah. Really, really I, selling it for, for a first-timer over I, here, <laughs> Well, first-timers have different opinions, though. Like, if you've seen Black Phone and you're like, holy-ish, I need to... Like, this is going to be an amazing... I haven't seen Black Phone, so I don't, I don't have an impression on that movie. Uh, the Universal Monster Houses are always great, Yeah, that's, but I, that's, these aren't, like, my favorite yeah. monsters, so, like, I'm not, it's just, it's subjective, it's just my opinion. Halloween Horror Nights is a fantastic event, and anyone who loves Halloween, loves scary, and lo all that, I highly recommend going. Just personally, for me, and my wallet, and my sanity, I <laughs> just might need to not go this year. Will that change? Maybe. Um... But typically I go with friends and we're all kind of discussing and like we all agree. It's just not. I mean, Halloween, I've done that. Let me say this again. Halloween is another house that they're doing, but I've done Halloween at Halloween Horror Nights multiple times. This is not the first time they're doing a Halloween house. And what I don't know how much more different this house is going to be versus the houses I've been in. Mm -hmm. So... It's just it's just me trying to save my money at this point. It has no other reason. If I had the money and and like I like if I was good with money, I would just go just to go for the event because it's always a great event. Mm -hmm. I just there's a few things coming up that are pending that I need like my money needs to go toward that instead of this at this point. No, no, and and, and I I totally get that to uh, to the shock of some of our listeners. We are in fact adults, and we have to make adult decisions. And money is one of those adult decisions. So so I I totally get that. Um, and we kind of asked the question when they made the announcement on Halloween being one of the houses. It's like why? It's not like an anniversary year. There isn't a movie coming out that we're aware of and even if it was it's not associated with the danny mcbride halloween movies this is like classic michael myers halloween so i i understand your hesitation uh to you know not go full bore in on it but um um, I, I uh, wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, the uh, Halloween Horror Night official Twitter uh, account put out a video of people in an elevator going up and down and then uh, like the doors opening and they were shocked. Um, do you think we're finally going to get the David S. Pumpkins house this year? No. No? No. I have no idea what video you're talking about. If it's the one I think, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Um, I, I actually think they're teasing the, the, the rumored weekend house, but, 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 but I'm, I'm really hoping it's, it's David S. Pumpkins. 
Um, I'm trying to figure out what video you're talking- Oh! June 21st. That was for the Blumhouse. Oh, maybe not. It is David S. Pumpkins! Yes! No, but this came out June 21st, and then June 23rd is when they announced Blumhouse. So I don't think- I don't think they were talking about something. I mean, they could have been, but it is I don't. David S. Pumpkins. Steppers, just say it's David S. Pumpkins. I will never say it's David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> They're not going to do anything because they. I mean, yeah. Saturday Night Live is on NBC, NBC Universal, Universal Studios. I understand it's right what you're there. saying. It's right there, Steffers. And I know what you're saying. I just. Uh... Has there ever been like a comedy? Horror house. Yes. Yes. What like uh, like like what killer clown clowns one. from outer space? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the clown one. And right. uh, the one with the guy from Burn Notice. Was that the same house actually? No. No, that uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Evil oh, that Dead. would have been so much. That fun. That was like two years ago. That would have been so much Before fun. The... Yeah. Um, uh. I'm looking. I'm going back to the spec map. Mm. 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 Talk yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see. But I'm as a first-timer, gonna... boy, am I excited. Mm. I mean, first-timer, <laughs> like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, I'm sure you'll be able to handle it. Let me rephrase. Yeah, what, I, I don't know about that. I, I do look forward to finding a nice, comfy chair at a bar after after I chicken out of uh, out of my first house and try and take a swing at uh, at, at a scare actor dressed as, if, as, as if, the Wolfman. If Justin doesn't get out of houses, you definitely won't. Steffers, you're not going to be there to make me do anything. You're not my mom. You can blame work for that. <laughs> I'll blame whoever I want. I'm a big, giant, scared chicken. But uh, before we get out, I do want to uh, read some of your responses. Because last week, we uh, kind of talked about how in Epcot, uh, they uh, cast members are kind of telling people, it's like, hey, you can't hold tables unless you have food. Uh, and we... we we got some responses on the social media, so I want to uh, let you, the lovely listener, weigh in. Uh, you might remember both Steffers and I are like, yeah, that's crap, dot, dot, dot. But we're total hypocrites, and we definitely do hold tables while somebody else is standing in line uh, for food. Uh, though Steffers said that uh, she hates that situation, and it kind of gave, gave her anxiety to the point where she only deals with reservation situations where she knows she can have a table to sit down and eat her food at, which I found kind of interesting. And um, uh, another uh, another listener kind of is in a similar vein. I thought Michael got at us on Twitter at Does Does Disney. He said we have had that issue on standing in line for food and then no seating. Tried to hold the table while I got food, and then people come and ask the wife, "Is this table going to be open soon?" We now just have the light snack during the day and reservation at a sit down. So no longer an issue for Michael and his crew kind of echoing what you said, Steffers. Crispy, yep. crispy got just... at us. I don't have a problem with it every now and then uh, we'll do it, but typically we grab our food, then go on the hunt. It can be frustrating, but may the odds, uh, but may the odds be ever in your favor. So crispy, he does know it's an issue, but he and his family 
aren't going to be, you know, holding the table while somebody else is in line. I respect it, Crispy. Also, go check out his YouTube channel. Uh, cranking out some good stuff. Kelly used to do this all the time when the kids were little. It's no fun wrangling hungry kids in those weird lines at quick service windows. Dad gets the food. Mom gets the table with the kids and washes hands. I understand that, Kelly, uh, especially with the little ones in tow. And then, of course, uh, number one fan of the show, Donna. Remember, we love Donna. Donna! I agree with Steffers. If there's a table, I have high anxiety with getting food and no table. I send someone to get a table. She throws in. She also loves the Brown Derby. Love you guys. Thanks for all you do. We love you too, Donna. We love you, Donna. Yeah, see, I'm just, it's an anxiety-filled world, man. Everybody <laughs> just wants a dang table to eat yep. their food, but then you're standing there with the tray like, where yep. do I go? And then God forbid you order a drink and they never give you a lid. So, Oh, and, no. Yeah, yeah, and you're trying to balance it. There's like four or five, you know, seven-year-olds running around bumping into you. And it's like, oh, there goes my... Uh, 725 Diet Coke, or in my case, like an 1125 beer that I ordered oh, in you know, no. the Germany. Yeah, I don't know. Like We're that. just going to keep doing sit down, call it a day. It'll mm -hmm. eliminate. And then like get the snacks, like uh, whoever said about the snacks, uh, get the snacks. That'd be you Michael. get snacks as a quick Michael. quickie. Michael, <laughs> good job. Uh, grab a snack as quick service because then you just grab and go like your Dole Whips and your pretzels and cool, cool, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> Or your Cheshire cattails, and then uh, then you sit down for like a meal. I think that that's a solid. I mean, and I do that anywhere. I will say Universal is just as like anxiety inducing, so it's not like a theme park versus theme park. I do it everywhere because I literally cannot with trying to grab a table. And also, I find that especially at Disney, but I know Universal they do it too in specific areas. People just chill. Yeah. Not even eating mm -hmm. food. They just chilling. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, well, I need to eat. So yeah. can you move? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. It's like, no. It's like, I understand you're tired, but move your backside, you know. Yeah, yeah. Go in like a shop. Over or there. Go, or go to the hotel and take a nap. I don't yep. know. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Y'all do, you uh, staffers. That feels yes. like a podcast. Uh, before we hit the door, let the lovely listeners know where they can hear you and your awesome podcasts and streams. Uh, you can hear me on the interwebs uh, in multiple places, actually. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. I might be changing up my schedule here shortly. I haven't really decided, but you can at least catch me Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for sure at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and you can also listen to my own podcast, The Adventures with Stuffers podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really anywhere that you listen to to those things or on adventureswithstuffers.com i still owe a few blog posts about my recent trips so i probably should get cranking on those it's just life is busy and sometimes uh there's not enough hours in the day and that's my own dang <laughs> fault uh you can follow me on social media adventures with stuffers on tiktok and instagram your girl's almost a 2k on tiktok so wow. yeah holla um and blah, 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 twitter asianzing95 if you want to have a chat about um stranger stranger things i mean if you want to chat about stranger things we can also do that uh, volume but, uh, two drops this week staffers yeah see uh or dr strange because that's really what i meant or star wars since i'm re-watching that Dr. Stranger Things. Um, feel free to DM me or tweet at me. Um, if you want to yell at me, I maybe just do that in my DM because I don't really 
I'm fragile and I don't want to, I don't want to be yelled at really, honestly. Um, and do I have anything else? Do I, do I do anything else? I mean, I do a lot, but yeah, that's, those are the main biddies. So go, go do the things. I appreciate you listening to me. Yeah. We appreciate now you, Stephaners. All right. Uh, follow me on Twitter. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me. Landon Doan. I'm the best. Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmuchchips.com. Buttmuchchips. Sit on your butt in lunch. That was nice, Steffers. Uh, that's where you can that's find right. uh, stuff I did in my college radio days, including interviews with the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Fincher Brothers, Futurama, and some old podcasts I've done, varying from everything from uh, Marvel movies, speaking of Doctor Strange, all the way up to Game of Thrones and uh, professional wrestling and everything in between. I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app in the Newstalk 987 app as well. So, uh, yeah, there's been some uh, news that happened this week. Hopefully we were able to give y'all a little bit of a, a distraction, a reprieve from it, but... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this on my outro. Uh, take care of your mental health, uh, especially with everything that's come out this week. Um, I say it every week. Your mental health, just as important as your physical health and uh, doubly so with everything that has happened in the last 70 to 96 hours, all that fun stuff. Um, uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal, pay them a living wage. They are what makes the magic happen. We love coming down to your parks. We even tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks. But without them, none of it happens. And uh, y'all need to treat them better. Um, be decent to each other, especially right now. There's tons of negativity, tons of really, really bad stuff going on. And you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go to somebody. And you don't know what's going on in everybody else's life. And once again, Take care of yourself, especially your mental health. Some advice I could uh, stand to use myself. And it's probably advice you could stand to use too. So for my friend Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. We thank you for joining us. Another episode of Dawes Does Disney. You've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney. Works for me. Cause because you know, I'm I'm a big giant man baby, but uh I am a very big person. Well, hold on. I'm a, I'm a very second one got stuck in the pan, so I have to deal with that later. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, sorry, I was uh eating a piece of pizza. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. 
And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Thank you.